Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here at City Field as the Miracles and the Amazons will play in the 2022 Old Timers Day Presented by City here at City Field. Let's give you the lineups. Yeah. We have lineups, you know. This is a real game. <laughs> the Miracles are managed by Terry Collins and Bobby Valentine, and they will lead off with shortstop Jose Reyes. Mookie Wilson will play in center field. He will bat second, batting third for the Miracles, playing second base is Daniel Murphy. Hojo Howard Johnson will play first base. Hojo's in the cleanup spot. Our buddy Lee Mazzilli will DH. Mazzilli will bat fifth. Robin Ventura at his old post at third base. Ventura will hit sixth. Steve Henderson is in right field. Henderson bats seventh. Andy Chavez, he got a huge hand when he was announced by Howie to the crowd. He's in left field batting eighth. And Josh Toley will catch and bat ninth. Bartolo Colon will be the starting pitcher for the Miracles. How about the Amazons? They are managed by Willie Randolph and Joe Torre. And they will lead off with third baseman Edgardo Alfonso. Tim Tuffle is playing second base. The 86 Met will bat second. Cliff Floyd in right field bats third. I think Cliff Floyd might win the award, Ed, for the guy who still looks the best in a big league <laughs> uniform. He looks incredible. Yeah. Cuts a good figure today, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Mike Hampton looks good. Daniel Murphy looks good. But Cliff Floyd looks great in his Mets uniform. Art Shamsky right in front of us yeah. looks pretty good in 1969 Met. Mike Piazza will be the cleanup batter and the catcher for the Amazons. Todd Zeal will play first base and bat fifth. Todd Pratt will be the designated hitter. Pratt will bat sixth. Buck Showalter hiding from Todd Pratt, I'm told, before the game today. Kevin Elster is the shortstop. He will bat in the seventh spot. Benny Ogbayani's in left field. How about Benny's yeah, ovation? What an ovation for Benny. <laughs> He's hitting eighth. Jay Payton in center field bats ninth for the Amazons. John Franco will be their starting pitcher. Both teams are wearing the standard classic Mets home white uniform with the blue pinstripes. Johnny Franco shaking hands. He's got to warm up, Howie. Leave him alone. This guy's got a pitch. As Howie's making his way over to our broadcast location, which, by the way, we are set up almost directly behind first base. We're a little bit up the first base line. Uh, got a screen in front of us, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ed didn't have the – he said he wanted the screen. <laughs> didn't want to have to react quickly to any foul balls. But we are down here on the field. So how is this is going to work is that Howie and I will be sitting here at this table along the first base line, and we will be broadcasting the game and also interviewing some players along the way. And Ed will be – roaming around the field a little bit, roaming around up the dugout side and maybe toward home plate. You'll be 
uh, on wireless and be able to talk to us and talk to whoever you can sure. go your way. Yeah, we're going to hit it in the uh, dugouts, go into the dugouts and uh, check out who's there or whatever. Make sure everybody's awake for the game. Uh, the dugouts are full. I, you know what's amazing, Wayne, is, is just, just watch the number of people that came up the baselines on both sides. Uh, I mean, there's 60-plus people here, plus the capper with 24 being retired. I mean, uh, I, I didn't know that. I don't think you did prior to the game. So uh, that took us by total surprise, and uh, it was just a great, great gesture. Well, Daniel Murphy still has some quick reactions. He just saved Steve Traxel's life because Murphy <laughs> caught a ball that was thrown by Andy Chavez, and now he just caught another one that was aiming for somebody else. So Murph's got the skills still, and that's good for the players around. Look at Mike Piazza. Ed, he's got his catcher's gear on. I mean, I'm having flashbacks here looking at Piazza right now with his gear on and his helmet. Big Bartolo Colon coming over, and he's shaking hands with Ed right now as today's coverage of the Mets Old Timers Day game and ceremony is brought to you by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's heroes. Thanks so much for your help. And by National Grid. National Grid is here to help you save this season and every season. What a scene here at City Field as Howie's about to join me on the broadcast side here at our broadcast table, Turk Wendell walking by Ed right now. I mean, looking at Piazza and his catcher's gear is, is I was, surreal. Yeah, I was kidding him about that before. I said, you got all the modern stuff now. No excuses. How about Bobby V coming out in that disguise? I wish I would have said that on the air over the last couple of days because all you DraftKings people and stuff, that was the lock bet yeah. of the century that Bobby was going to come out in, in that mustache. He did have his mustache on as he was introduced by Howie earlier. Jose Reyes slinging the ball to Daniel Murphy right now. There's a there's a distinct advantage, I think, for the younger players versus the guys who are up there in age a little bit as we get to the game part of this. And as far as Howie's going to take a moment here to say hello to Ken McKenzie, who was introduced earlier as a winning pitcher, a guy with an above 500 record in 1962 and 63. Frank Thomas over here as well as the Mets old-timers game is about to start. Miracles and Amazons, the two team names here at City Field. Now, the Mets dugout is the only one that's being occupied right now. They have to leave the visiting dugout open for the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, so, Colorado Rockies. <laughs> so the Mets dugout is fully occupied by players from both sides. And not everybody that was introduced is going to play. Even some of the guys that you're hoping might play today, I don't think Daryl's going to get in there. I don't think Keith's going to get in there, but we'll certainly have a great representation of guys who are going to play in this game. This could be a lot of fun I to know, watch. I, I think I might have talked Keith into, into swinging the bat. He's got to swing ah, the bat. I'm not sure. I, I got on him last night a little bit. Good. I'm glad. It, somebody, here comes Terry Collins with the lineup card. It, you know, some things never change. <laughs> yeah, except we get it a lot earlier now than we used to. <laughs> What's well, ironic, a lot of Mets here with Rocky ties. Benny Agbayani, Jay yeah. Payton, Daniel Turk. Murphy. I think Turk played for yeah. Colorado. Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Well, the Mets and the Rockies will play later tonight, but the old-timers game coming up right now. These Jane guys Jarvis. Are... Jane Jarvis. And we, we did hear Jane Jarvis's organ rendition of the national anthem before the commercial break. And Jane's organ recording music being played right now as well. Well, the fans really ate this up, Howie. This was a special moment for this fan base. And the fans were just delighted to see one legend after the other be introduced. Well, you know, for a lot of us, certainly in my generation, it's the entirety of our lives 
being presented to us. You know, I was eight years old when the Mets played their first game, and there are still a few people in this world even older than me, so, you know, there are, there are plenty who can say they've seen it from the very beginning, and, um, and to have the opportunity to see them all wearing the pinstripes, by the way, I just thought I'd throw that in. I mentioned it. I mentioned oh. that, that both teams are wearing the pinstripes. Yeah. No black jerseys. <laughs> no no, uh, no racing stripes. Well, you know, I could have lived with seeing the 86 guys <laughs> wear, the, wear the racing stripes. But orange and blue. That is true. The colors of the Mets are well on display here today. I didn't know that uh, the 24 announcement was coming. Uh, that was a, You even kept that one for me. Hello. <laughs> How about that? We kept that a secret for... More than just a day or two. And, uh, that was nicely well, done. I wasn't here. That's why. Well, yeah. You know, well, but, trust me. It, it predates your return from uh, from playing computer games last night or whatever you were doing. Um, one other thing. Are we in line to get killed here with yes. an errant throw? It could be. Hopefully. Well, Anybody got a glove? When, uh, I'm left hand. I need a glove. We have to be worried about Reyes, I think, because he could still chuck it. Oh, uh, This is dangerous. I'm not sure Elster's got the arm to hurt us. But Reyes certainly does, so we'll be, uh, we might be in the line of fire a little bit. We're, we're pretty close oh. to being behind first base. Right, now Maz is swinging a bat. See, all these guys are saying, I don't want to play. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to tweak this. I don't want to do that. They're all swinging the bat. They're all loosening up their arms. We, I think the uniform We have to is... say hello to the folks watching us now on the video board. You oh. know, we're, we're on the video board, Howie. Well, then we have to say hello over there. <laughs> That's where the camera is. Oh, right, right. That's and he the did camera. TV last night. <laughs> That's why he was on computer instead of real TV. Well, so anyway, this yeah. is. This, can I say something quickly, just from very Please, personal standpoint? Please, you're the one with the microphone. You want to know what an out-of-body experience feels like? I was 15 years old in 1969. You know how much that team means to me. And so Jane Jarvis would play the Star Spangled Banner on the organ before every game, and I'd be sitting up in the stands, standing at attention, just as I was 10 minutes ago when her organ music was playing and I'm looking to my left and there's Ron Swoboda in uniform and there's Cleon Jones in uniform. That is an out-of-body experience. <laughs> well, Howie, we've got a game to play here. John Franco's on the mound. I see Piazza behind the plate and Jose Reyes is stepping in to start things off. So Franco is taking pictures, I think, from the mound right now. <laughs> He's going to be an opener. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, throw a pitch, Johnny. There it comes. Oh, that looked good. Ball one to Jose Reyes. He's trying to draw a walk so he could steal. Reyes, the switch hitter, remember, he's batting right-handed against Franco. And he just punched one into the air toward the left field line. Elster couldn't reach it. Jose's taking off for second. He'll have a double. Good effort by Kevin Elster. It was a gust of wind. <laughs> But now John Franco's ERA is in trouble. That's a leadoff double, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> now, these guys are, are true to form. Mookie Wilson's going to bat right-handed against the lefty. There's a strike. First pitch strike's always important. A shot to right center. It's in. A base hit. Jose Reyes is going to score. Mookie Wilson's got an RBI double.
Well, if Murph hits one on the ground to the infield, Mookie's going to score from second. <laughs> At the plate, Daniel Murphy. I think the infield shifted here, Howie. I see Tuffles in right field. He's backed up. There's a drive by Murphy. And it's flagged down. Jay Payton makes the catch. Well, John Franco has got through the three batter rule, Howie, and it looks like he's being pulled from this game. On his way to the mound, it's Dr. K, Dwight Gooden. It used to be the other way around. Doc <laughs> would hand the ball to Johnny. Uh, Doc just poured over a strike, warming up a little bit. Was there ever a better sight at Shea Stadium than Dwight Gooden on a pitching mound with 50,000 people cheering every pitch? <laughs> I can't believe my eyes right now. I'm watching Doc Gooden on a pitching mound right now in front of a huge crowd here at City Field. Hojo's the batter, Howard Johnson. I think Doc started him with a curveball. Cliff Floyd better back up in right field. <laughs> <laughs> Hojo, can he's got power. Doc, you know, Hojo's going to make him throw a strike, looks like. 3 and 0 is the count. Think he's got the green light, Howie? He better. There's a strike. A pop up. Elster and Alfonso, it drops. Ojo's headed to first. They might have had a play there, but Ojo's safe. <laughs> you know. Mookie Wilson on second, Howard Johnson on first. This is double steal territory, if you ask me. Well, here comes Lee Mazzilli. I saw Mazzilli stretching before the game today. I went to help him up. He looked like he needed a, uh, some assistance. Ah, hey! <laughs> that was Wayne. There's a strike from Doc. One ball, one strike on Mazzilli. Good eye. <laughs> Mazzilli took a big swing. He was trying to hit it into the Coca-Cola corner. Unfold him. <laughs> I, got the, I like the behind the plate view there. No, he wouldn't fish. Didn't go after that breaking ball in the dirt. Three and two on Mazzilli. Send the runners. I'm telling you, Mookie and Hojo, this is double steal waiting to happen. 
Mazzilli works. Look at the bat flip from Lee Mazzilli. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the All-Star game against Guidry. All right, Doc's coming out. Here comes Jesse Orozco. I think Jesse looks like he could still pitch an inning. Well, this is perfect. Robin Ventura with the bases loaded. <laughs> Mr. Grand Slam. Now, if he hits one here, they got to let him touch all the bases this time. That's up to Pratt. Where's Todd? <laughs> Get ready. Infield fly rule. Elster makes the catch. <laughs> they really did put the infield fly rule on, too. Yeah, well, this rules. is serious business. Rules are rules. Our base is still loaded. Here's Steve Henderson. Hendu. Notice that Jesse Orozco got the lefty out in a big spot. Mazzilli has Zeal playing behind him at first. Mazzilli says, don't pick me off. Mike Piazza with a chance. Oh, just couldn't reach it. A foul ball. That would have been on SportsCenter, Mike. Might still be. <laughs> Count is 0 and 2 on Steve Anderson. Got to dust off home plate. Jesse gets this out. Watch out for a flying glove. <laughs> Good save by Piazza. Got a man on third here. You know, Mookie's looking to score. Bouncing ball to third. Alfonso's got the force out. And a good job by Johnny Franco, Doc Gooden, and Jesse Orozco. Only one run for the Miracles in the top of the first. Well, the one thing we can report from down here is that these guys are having a ball. <laughs> the ones that fell in or the ones that were missed or not caught, yeah, they hurt in the moment, I'm sure. But they'll have laughs about it right away and after the game. <laughs> Who's going way to the to pitch? Bartolo oh, yeah, by Johnny. I think Ed Coleman is standing by with John Franco. Oh, how did that feel? You're, you're, which, what's your ERA right now? You want to appeal that uh, first uh, double? I want the official, whoever the official scorer is, I need to speak to him after the game. <laughs> uh, both of those balls were catchable, but uh, that's all about it. We're having a good uh -oh. time here, a lot of fun. 
And it's great to see everybody here, as long as nobody gets hurt. Bartolo looks it's like he's uh, he's still auditioning here. What do you think? He's auditioning for uh, any team that needs a pitcher the down the stretch. Be there. <laughs> I, just, I think he just flew in from Mexico, so the play pitch. How about uh, how about the number of guys that came back? I mean, we've gone from no old-timers day to over 60 guys here for this uh, game. This is just great. It's a great uh, – all the players appreciate the ownership, Steve Cohen and Alex, for doing this. This is long overdue for the players and the fans. Uh, I remember as a kid growing up to come to Old Timers Day. So uh, this is a great job for me, my kids, and everybody else's family here. You got to go, Ice? Uh, yeah, yeah, with a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello again to the bottom of the first. Howie, we're back on camera. Welcome to Bartolo Colon's audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we'll see how he does it. Gardo Alfonso is going to lead off against Big Bart. And Cologne, we've seen we've seen his Instagram videos. He's still got it. Whoa! Strike one. Man, this is serious stuff right here. Good luck, Edgardo. There's <laughs> <laughs> a drive. Andy Chavez with the catch. And he didn't even have to climb the wall. <laughs> and Gardo gave that a pretty good ride. We have a radar gun on Bartolo. That looked pretty major leagueish. <laughs> Tim Tuffle, the batter. <laughs> you know Bart's going to pour him in there at least. <laughs> Tim Tuffle, base hit. Clean single. The line drives straight through the middle. Now the batter, Cliff Floyd. There's a rocket base hit for Floyd. Tim Tuffle goes to second. Back-to-back -back hits, and that ball was smoked. Al Leiter is coming in to relieve Bartolo Colon. Ladies and gentlemen, Al Leiter. And relative to Bartolo Colon, understand that the rosters expand by two on September 1st. <laughs> throwing strikes, throwing hard. Hey, somebody could take a flyer on that. Well, we've got a big moment ahead here, Howie, because due up to face Al Leiter is Mike Piazza. One of the great batteries in Mets history. <laughs> Lighter threw one to the backstop.
Oh, a little high there. A lighter getting squeezed a bit, looked like. Two balls, no strikes on Mike. There's ball three. I think, I think by rule, Piazza has to stand there forever until he swings the bat. He's got the take sign. Now go back. Now no ball four. No ball four. Let him hit. <laughs> All right, ball five. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep. He's got to stay in. Al still needs to get to his pitch count. All right, five balls, no strikes on Piazza. Tuffle and Floyd just stole bases. Nobody noticed. <laughs> this one's coming to us, Howie. We are going to die. <laughs> Foul ball. We survived. There's a drive by Piazza. Andy Chavez has it. Another one that was hit well. Piazza gave it a... Good smack toward left center field, but Andy Chavez able to catch it. Tuffle did score, so it's a sacrifice fly, and it's one to one. Now, Todd Zeal's got a chance for a two out RBI here. Floyd's at second. And Josh Tolley with a good block back there. Todd Zeal fouls one off. Two balls and a strike. There's a strike from Al Leiter starting to find his groove. Fly ball. And the catch is made by Steve Anderson. After one inning, the score is one to one. Well, my takeaway from that was Bartolo Colon. He was serious. <laughs> he was pumping in strikes, throwing hard. Bartolo has been working out Instagram videos all the, all day long with Bart still pitching. <laughs> yeah. Ed Coleman right now standing by with somebody. Who we got, Ed? Oh, well, we got Jose Reyes right here who scored okay. the first run of the game. It's like old times for you, leadoff double, and you come around on Mookie's double, huh? I know. You know, I used to do that a lot when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> it happened a lot, Jose. How's it feel to be back here seeing all your old teammates and uh, and some from other years as well, too? Um, you know, it's unbelievable, yes, to get to uh, spend some time with my old team and you know, I know some other guy a little bit older than me, but some, some, most of those guys, they was my coach in the minor league, so like Tim Tofo and some other guys, so that's good to see to see them here on the field. You're still in pretty good shape, you know. I'm working out every day, yeah, so yeah, good. I have to keep in shape. Uh, I heard the new record, as a matter of fact. Somebody dropped me that record. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, thank you. You know, I do music for fun. Uh, yeah. 
I enjoy it because, you know, in, the, in my off time now that I don't play baseball, that's one thing that I do, music, and I spend time with my family. Jose, always great to see you, man. Thank you. Welcome thank back. All right, thank you. Jose Reyes. All right, Ed, thank you very much. I love the idea of Ed sitting there listening to Jose's music. <laughs> yeah, well, he, and he always enjoyed that on the planes. You know, it's kind of cool just seeing former teammates Max Scherzer and Daniel yeah. Murphy embrace. But uh, you know what's really nice is that the Mets fans have re-embraced Daniel Murphy because he just about ruined a couple of seasons for the Mets after he left them following the 2015 National League pennant, of which he was such a huge part. But you know what? For the players who come up through a team's minor league system and stay with them long enough to have special success on the field, not just individual success, but to combine the individual milestones and, and achievements with the team achievements of winning a pennant. Well, Daniel Murphy did all of that as a Met. So to him, he is once again a New York Met. All right, top of the second inning about to begin. We've had a pretty entertaining start to this one, Howie. Well, promises to be even more entertaining. Now that the sun's starting to set a little bit, guys might have trouble seeing the ball. Who knows what could happen? <laughs> I see Rico Bronia has checked into first base. Rafael Santana over here at short. When you're sitting behind first base, Rico Bronia's as good an insurance policy as you could have. I agree. Andy Chavez, the batter. <laughs> it shows bunt. Better watch it over there at third base, Edgardo Alfonso. Andy, bunt and beat it out. Oh, Jesse Orozco saw Andy Chavez show bunt on the first pitch, threw one up and in on the second pitch. That's just good pitching. Line drive, base hit, Andy Chavez. That's up the gap. Andy's going to get two. Well, Daniel Murphy is with us right behind first base. And judging by the reaction of the crowd, Murph, you are forever a New York Met. Well, humbling to be back. I was glad to be asking these fans. It was such a great reception for all of us as we got off the bus today. It was unreal. and walk them off last night um, yeah exciting time here in Queens you're not that far removed from playing do you, do you feel like an old-timer even Tolly's younger than me <laughs> <laughs> well you're all over me for move him over Tolly that's gonna be a base hit Josh Tolly gets a hit oh I think I gotta go hit well that's oh, yeah, what you're here up. for yeah all right this is not the on-deck circle, but we're glad you came over to say hi. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Nice Thanks, talking Murphy. to you again. Daniel Murphy, everybody. <laughs> He's Daniel Murphy, and he bats third. Don't forget that. Jose Reyes. Two on, nobody out. I think Orozco's gotten the tank. 80, 90 pitches. Oh, he's got a rubber arm. He always did. <laughs> Jose Reyes with a line drive right to Benny Agbayani and left. 
Benny didn't have to move for that one. Right to him. Nice catch, Benny. And this is great. Steve Dillon will relieve Jesse Orozco. Another left-hander. Steve Dillon, whose son works in security here at City Field, also pitched in the very first night game in the history of Shea Stadium back in early May of 1964. And here he is 58 years later, back on a mound, wearing the uniform of the New York Mets and firing darts. How great is this? Classic old windup, too. Well, Steve Dillon taking his final warm up tosses. And he'll face Mookie Wilson with runners on first and second. Imagine the Casey Stengel used to bring Steve Dillon in from the bullpen to pitch. And Steve Dillon is here all these years later on the mound. That's something. wonder if Casey ever gave him a one-liner or two while he was taking him out. Mookie Wilson hits one deep to left over Agbayani's head. Andy Chavez is going to score if he can get around Alfonso over there. Josh Toley goes to third. RBI double for Mookie. Even on what for him is a jog, isn't there still something special about watching Buki Wilson run? Now it's Daniel Murphy to bat. I see Pedro Martinez warming up over here. I don't know, maybe Turk Wendell's the one warming up and Pedro's <laughs> just catching him. Short fly ball. Might drop. It does. Base hit for Daniel Murphy. Two runs are going to score. Tolley and Mookie Wilson come home. Two RBIs for Murphy. A miracle's building a lead. Now he's 4-1. to one. Murph remains a hitting machine. Never a doubt. And here comes Pedro. Howard Johnson due up to face a Hall of Famer, Pedro Martinez. You know, we're used to seeing future Hall of Famers pitching. We see Scherzer and DeGrom all the time, and now we're seeing an actual real-life Hall of Famer. Guy's already in. On the mound, Pedro Martinez. Hojo fouls off the first pitch. Yeah, but he still has that beautiful swing. Pedro hits the outside corner with a strike. Pedro with 
A pitch there, Piazza, like he was calling for a pitch out or something. Who's catching there? Who is this? <laughs> now Zeal's catching. Well, Howard Johnson struck out, so now the batter will be Robin Ventura. Batting out of order. What happened to Mazzilli? He's still trying to get unfolded. <laughs> A cut Rye Robin. I'm sure these two had some battles over the years plenty of times. Two balls, one strike on Robin Ventura. Got to watch out for that changeup from Pedro. Now that's his signature pitch. That would be ball four if, if we're doing that. Ground ball to first, Rico Bronia sliding, throws it by Pedro. <laughs> Murphy goes to third. Great effort by Rico into a slide to try to make that play happen. Sometimes the instincts just seem to kick in and you see the ball there and Rico slides around it, tries to make the play to first. The batter here is Roger McDowell. Pitcher still hit in the old timers league. <laughs> Might squirt through. It does. Base hit. Roger McDowell. It drives in a run. Daniel Murphy scores, and it is a 5-1 lead for the Miracles. Andy Chavez steps in. Hit the ball hard his first time. Got under this one. And the catch made in left center field by Jay Payton to end the inning. Now Rico Broni looking up at the video board. He wants to see what, what he did wrong on that play when he had that sliding stop. It was a great effort by Rico. Ed Coleman's trying to get Rico to talk to him on the broadcast now and trying I think to get somebody Rico, to talk to him. Rico blew him off. He's yeah. upset about the play. I think that was a bad timing on Ed's part. You know, Ed should know better about when to talk to a guy or not. Well, he certainly has his pick. <laughs> Turk Wendell's going to go to the mound now. Maybe another one who means business. I don't think you're going to see too many lobs. What is Hojo wearing? Hojo's wearing one of those trackers, looks Eddie. like. <laughs> We've got the RBI man here who has a new career. Roger McDowell, <laughs> are you going to come back as a DH? Well, no, you know, I, 
it's going to face Pedro. And I'm thinking, you know what? I got I got I can't try to pull the ball because it's probably going to be on the outer half. So I got to put it somewhere in the left field. I see Santana out there, short the guy's 80 years old. I know he can't <laughs> he can't go to the hole. So I thought I'd you know give it a shot. So there we go. Spoken like a true hitter. Wait, before you go, one more thing, one more question. You got to get out to the outfield. The outfield. All right, go to the outfield. I'll ask you later. That's okay. I was going to ask you about uh, I was going to ask you about Buck because you shared some stuff with us before. You worked with Buck a couple of years in Baltimore. Buck, I, I think the world of him. Um, the two years I was in Baltimore was a, really, really a learning experience for me. And uh, the city of New York, the Met fans are in good hands. Roger, thanks very much. Roger McDowell. All right, Ed, thank you very much. Tell you what, Roger, pound for pound, might have been on a team that had a lot of really good ones. He might have been the best all-around athlete on that '86 team. You know, Howie, I feel like there was a missed opportunity with McDowell going to the outfield to have a Roscoe pitch and then for them to switch like the old days and then have McDowell pitch and a Roscoe play the outfield. One very special night in Cincinnati, and Turk Wendell is back. <laughs> Rosenbag just got the worst of it. <laughs> Batter is Todd Pratt. And Turk still got a good breaking ball, it looks like. Turk could pitch tomorrow. <laughs> he could pitch then on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He could pitch every day. Pratt gets a hold of one. And Andy Chavez is there to make the play. Buck is probably thinking, <laughs> sure, now it stays in the park. If Buck had Indy, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe things are different. So Turk's coming out. New pitcher, Billy Wagner. A great closer and a legitimate Hall of Fame candidate. He certainly is. He's been moving up that ballot more and more over the last few years. Billy's still got a good heater, it looks like, too. Lee Mazzilli is going to help John Stearns coach first base. It is great to have the dude back in New York. I like that Hojo's wearing some sort of TrackMan tracker, too, to make sure the analytics staff gets what they need info-wise from Howard Johnson. That's smart. John Stearns was a great defensive back at the University of Colorado. He was once asked, where do you think you would have wound up if you'd played football professionally? He said, Canton, <laughs> the home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Elster hits one toward right. Murphy couldn't reach it. And it falls for a base hit for Elster. Murphy almost got to it out there in right field. <laughs> one out, don't get picked off. <laughs> <laughs> now the batter, Rafael Santana. Got to watch Wagner. He's a lefty. Got that pickoff move. Yeah, we better watch it. <laughs> Wagner blowing fastballs by guys in the old-timers game. <laughs> Daniel Murphy lets it drop, try to turn two, and they drop the ball. Would have been a double play, but Santana reaches 
Ojo couldn't hold the throw from Jose Reyes. It was a knuckleball. It was the camera's fault. Well, new pitcher now. It's Ed Lynch. There a rule about going to the rubber? <laughs> yeah, get up there, Ed. There we go. <laughs> Here's a postseason hero for the Mets, Benny Agbayani. Fouled the first one back from Ed Lynch. <laughs> Where's Turk going back to the bullpen to warm up some more? He said, I've got to go do some sprints. <laughs> <laughs> There's a drive to left by Ogbayani. Mookie catch up to it. Yes, he can. What a catch by Mookie. Agbayani drilled that one, and Mookie Wilson running back toward the warning track, reaching up to make the backhanded catch. What a play. Well, that's two innings, Howie. I don't know if that's the end or not. Well, the way the players are beginning to embrace, I have a feeling that is it. As the Mets and the Colorado Rockies have the regularly scheduled game still to come. But has this not been a very, very special day? That has been one for the ages, that's for sure. All ages here at City Field today for this one. And it's amazing to see how the fans have really wrapped their arms around all these Mets legends, guys they grew up watching, to see them in uniform again. It really has been a cool day here at City Field. Every franchise should do something like this. I mean, this really has been something to see here at City Field today. Well, looks like there's a little bit more to come. Oh, going to go back out. All right, third inning. Steve Traxel is going to go to the mound. Well, we'll be here a while. <laughs> There's still a game to play. And Turk Wendell, after doing his sprints, looks like he's going to stay in defensively somewhere. Yeah, Turk's going to play third, looks like. Where's Keith and Ron? Are we going to see those guys get in there? I think they're upstairs ripping <laughs> on everybody down here. Yeah, I'm sure Keith and Ron are pouring over the notes of the Rockies and Thinking about Connor Joe right now. <laughs> Turk Wendell's at third. He's fired one to Murphy's playing first now. So that's good. Be alert. Rafael Santana's at short. Tuffle still at second. Tuffle's playing the whole game here. They just tried to turn a double play, a little practice double play. Pat Mahomes is going in. Talk about a guy who still looks like he could play. Which sport? <laughs> Pat Mahomes Sr., we have to call him now. You know, his son has eclipsed him in fame. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, pretty good quarterback. Yeah. He's Pat. His son is Patrick. All right, the third inning. We're ready to go. Steve Traxel on the mound. Josh Tolley's batting. Todd Pratt is catching, I believe. 
We're about to be joined by Billy Wagner. Well, Billy Wagner is with us in the booth right now. And Billy came a lot closer to getting hurt putting the headset on than he did throwing a pitch. Were you throwing 95? No, I was praying that it wouldn't hit back at me and that I didn't have to do anything but throw, just throw strikes. Josh Tolley just got a base hit. It's really easy to get base hits right now. <laughs> well, it doesn't count against your ERA, so let everybody have fun. Yeah, but it goes down on your war, <laughs> whatever that means. Well, this is one of the first times I think you've been back at City Field representing the Mets since you left them as an active player. Does it kind of put that Mets blood back through your veins? Well, I tell you, I had the greatest experience as a Met coming up. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think everybody thought I would handle being in New York as well, being from uh, a small town. But I tell you, uh, the, the city just embraced me. It was great atmosphere, great teammates. It just made it easy, and I mean, I rode in and out of the park with a Hall of Famer, so I mean, it, it wasn't that difficult. How much are you paying attention to your rise up the Hall of Fame ballot rankings and how close you're getting now? Just enough, just enough to know that I've got to keep practicing that Hall of Fame speech just in case. <laughs> but uh, you know, you can't help it. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, it's something every kid dreams of. Uh, so, you know, speaking of the Hall of Famer. Now Mike Piazza is at the plate facing Dennis Cook. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, Mike couldn't catch up to that pitch from Dennis Cook. Mike might have hit the furthest home run off of me in the Astrodome. <laughs> it was we were talking about that, and then I got in a bat the next day, right after that because they left me in because he tied the game up. And I faced Cookie. And I took these big old hacks and struck out, and Mike was laughing at me the whole time. <laughs> that was one of the more memorable series the Mets had back in 1998. Yes. In September. And the one guy who took the ball every day in that series when his arm looked like it was about to fall off was Turk Wendell. What's new, right? I mean, ever since I met Turk, we, when... His agent was my agent at the time, and so I was introduced to Turk when he was in Chicago and had, you know, that deer antlers and the, everything <laughs> else hanging around his neck. And so that was so much fun to, uh, to watch him and how he threw. Mike Piazza gets a base hit. You and Piazza had some battles both ways over the years, too. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, when you face the best of the best, you know, that's, there's no... There's nothing wrong with getting beat by that guy. And, and I like challenging him. We had some good battles in L.A. And then when he came to New York, I mean, it was just fun. You know, the Marlins, I mean, it was just a, he's a great player. And, uh, you know, it was, it's been a fun experience facing him. And, I mean, he's intimidating. He stands up there. The ball, there's only a few guys where the ball comes off their bat. And it sounds different. He was one of them. And when he hit that home run off of me, it sounded, it sounded like he'd hit that with just Ivory. That thing was a rocket. It was we, impressive. We hear that same sound when Pete Alonzo gets into one. <laughs> Todd Zeal batting with the bases loaded. Ball. Turk almost got to that one in foul territory. What do you think of Turk playing third base here, Billy? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting right here. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a good defensive strategy we're going with right here. Even players second-guess managers. <laughs> 
There's a ground ball, base hit for Zeal. These guys are taking it way too serious. Jose Reyes is going to score on that. Two RBIs for Todd Zeal. Is there a mercy rule in this? We're getting there. Glendon Rush coming on to pitch for the Mets now. Aptly named because he could get through an entire nine-inning game in about two hours. <laughs> I just see Glendon swing the bat, too. You know, he could hit a little bit. That's right. And they will tell you, the only person here that hasn't gotten it bad is really Mike Hampton. I think everybody wants to see Mike Hampton swing. Wow, that's true, too. Robin Ventura with a fly ball. It drops in. It's like Terry Leach heading to the mound, Howie. A side armor. Won 10 straight games in the 1987 season for the Mets when they really needed help because so many pitchers had been injured. And Terry Leach stepped in and really filled the void. He's going to face McDowell. So McDowell's <laughs> going to bat right-handed here against the, the sidearm. I really feel like Rogers having more fun than most of the pitchers. <laughs> they, they really are. I mean, he's, he's getting the hit, he's running bases, and he doesn't have to go He's doing right. He's doing everything yeah. but pitching. There's another half inning. We can change that, right? What we should really do is work on the hot foot with him. That's where we should really work with. I'm not so sure that so sure that hasn't been done today. We have to, <laughs> oh. we have to take attendance and yeah. see if everybody's still there. Anybody got a melted cleat anywhere? <laughs> oh, yeah, really. <laughs> Burnt socks. <laughs> yeah, it was so, yeah, I grew up watching him. And then he got to be my pitching coach my last year. And what a treat that was. Man, I, people don't realize how awesome he is. Now Terry Leach still throwing sidearm. That's why Rogers batting left-handed. <laughs> He's taking this about very serious, you can tell. A lot of guys taking a lot of pitches here tonight, more than I thought we would see. Well, he's going with two hits, too. That's a couple <laughs> RBIs. And a bat flip. <laughs> Today's trend. Well, Lee Mazzilli had the best bat flip of the day after he walked earlier. You were the bat flip king. There you go, Mazzo. Nice to see you standing up straight again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, they're walking. I don't think we're going to get three outs in this inning. It's eight to one. Billy, thanks a lot. Hey, thank you guys. Great seeing you again. Always, always. Always great you. catching up. Well, this has been as hoped and as advertised the Mets first old-timers day since 1994 we appreciate you embracing it we appreciate the players embracing it we appreciate ownership for creating it it is one for the memory books thank you so much for being with us Today's coverage of the Mets Old-Timers Day game and ceremony brought to you by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's heroes. Thanks so much for your help. And by National Grid. National Grid is here to help you save this season and every season. We do have the Mets and the Rockies about an hour from now as they will begin tonight's actual Major League Baseball game. We'll see David Peterson and Kyle Freeland 
the starting pitchers, both Colorado natives, on the mound tonight. Right now, though, we will send it back to the WCBS 880 studios for the news. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.